Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hate Money, the show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending every spicy potato taco we have on it. All of them. Every taco. I'm going to be your host, Jonah. This is co-host Courtney. Hey. And let's talk about a drink. What is it? What is it? Oh, I know. I I know so much about wine. Okay. You're it a real is, connoisseur. It's red. Ta-da. Today we're drinking red wine. Oh, it smells good. That's smell good. This, you should like this wine. I think everyone would probably like this wine if they tried it. It's very high quality. Um, Stag Sleep Wine Cellars. It's their Artemis 2019 Cabernet Sauvignon coming from Napa Valley. And I haven't actually tasted it, but from everything that I know about this winery, which is a, a legendary winery, it should be good. It's really good. I like it. But I'm a red wine girly. You're a big red wine girly. Yeah, I like bold and just like overwhelming. This one's kind of like, I don't know, is chewy a good word to describe it? Like it's got like a lot of mouthfeel. Plush. Plush? Plush is a word that would be used on this one. Chewy's fine too. Chewy is used more for like Zinfandel. Like a well-made Zinfandel will be considered chewy because it's got a... I guess you could call it this one, too. It's the, like, the structure of the tannin, like, the type of fruit characteristic you get out of it. Wow. Um, this wine cellar, this winery, is, like, world-renowned and pretty cool. I'm glad that we got to try this Have one. Have you ever had wine from them before? Uh, yeah, you can get, like, pretty decent, like, entry-level bottles from them. This is one of their nicer ones. Um, but they won the Tasting of Paris in 1976. And for those people that don't know, um, it was basically... A blind tasting that was put on that put new world wine california specifically for the most part against french bordeaux and it was a full blind tasting amongst a lot of well-recognized people and the united states won stag leaps cabernet sauvignon won in that tasting um which really threw the wine world into <laughs> a tizzy it probably pissed some people off Lots of French were real pissed off, especially. Um, the French already hate us. Lots of excuses were made. I'm like, okay, well, New World Wine, of course, is going to drink better when it's young. Let's wait uh, in 20 years. Sure. Not going to hold a candle to it. So they recreated that tasting later on. I think it was 30 years later with the exact same vintages of those wines just to see how everything stacked up. Um, Stag's Leap did not win, but the United States won. Like, really? There was, they, it, across the board, like the U.S. wines won. Ooh. So that it's. So wait, we are number one. Yeah. We're, we're the best. <laughs> we're the best. Best at what? Being the best. We're number one. <laughs> Everyone should go watch Superstore right now. Oh, I love that show. I miss that show. But yeah, important winery um, for the world of wine, United States wine. And like, it's delicious. It's round, very plush. So where is it from? Or is it grown? Napa Valley. Okay. Yeah, United States, California, Napa Valley, which I think for the Napa Valley designation on the bottle, it has to be 85% from Napa. Mm-hmm. The bottle itself says that it's a state fruit mixed with different fruit from Napa. I wouldn't be surprised if based on the the shtick on their bottle that this is 100% Napa Valley. But wine laws in the United States are funny. You can say Napa Valley and have, I think it's up to 15% of it not from Napa Valley. That's really weird. So what are the tasting notes on this wine? Um, well, dark, dark fruit. Yeah. Cabernet Sauvignon classically is like cassis, black plum. I was going to say plum was where like my brain was at. I feel like the more wines we taste, the more I realize like I need to eat more fruit. 
yeah. and like continue to develop my palate. And that was one of the things um, with coffee, which is a great segue for later. But with coffee, you want to surprise taste everyone. It. We're talking about beer <laughs> with coffee. Um, you know, one of the things to develop your palate is to like smell and eat fruit. I feel like with your wine studies. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Same gist. It's the number one thing that they say it is just to go to the markets and smell the fruit and eat the fruit and let the fruit <laughs> sit on your counter. Be the fruit. <laughs> you to rot the fruit. Yeah. To get to the different stages oh. of like oxidation to like pick up like, OK, this is what an apple smells like. But what does a bruised apple smell like? So it, it gets pretty nerdy. You're just like punching an apple. You're like, oh, yeah. What yeah. are you smelling now? I'm going to beat you and then smell you, little apple. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing like being an apple bully to really develop your sommelier senses. But yeah, some of the exercises that they have you go through are fascinating. The most interesting one is to, that has been discussed recently is to help hone in my ability to detect bitter phenolics oh, in white wine. you were talking about this the other day. And literally soaking... Endive. An endive or any other really bitter, like, chicory family item into water... Let that sit and simmer, you know, and stew, stew for three days and then remove the leaf, but drink the water in an ideal oh. world that just leaves the bitter flavor, not the actual other compounds of flavor to help like perceive bitterness. But that's sure. I'm not that committed to the science yet. I'm sure <laughs> at some point I'm going to have to get there or I'll just keep not being able to call phenolics correctly. Like a fool. Fool. So coffee. So coffee. So what do you want to tell the fine folks what we've been doing the last? We really did it, what, in two weeks? Yeah, we started it last weekend, I think. And then we finished today. We finished today. The Wanderlust Coffee Tour. Yes. So this is, I at least in my experience, the first of its kind locally i'm sure other shops in other cities have done this before um but essentially i highly doubt it's the first time but it's lots of fun but it's the first time we've participated in anything like this um a local coffee shop and coffee roaster uh, called xanadu coffee in phoenix um put together a stamp card yes a stamp card of 10 different shops and if you went and you bought a drink at each one you got a stamp and then once you got all your stamps, you took it back to Xanadu. And you were stamp tramped. Tramp stamp? Yeah. That's <laughs> I like stamp tramped better. That's a... um, once you collected all the infinity stones. Every stone. Two full gloves two worth. Two full gloves worth. You filled out the back of the card and you got a t-shirt. And it's a very nice little t-shirt. It looks like a solid little band tee with all the participating shops as the... As the, As the axe. Axe, that's the word. <laughs> the musicians, the copusicians. Um, and what I love about this shirt, too, is they also did a competition for it with a cash prize for the design. So all around. We did just, not win or yeah. even know about it until the tour was well underway. <laughs> um, we have no artistic ability, so. Oh, I look, it's beauties in the eye of the beholder. My watercolor cup is a gorgeous thing. <laughs> you speak for yourself. I look at it and think that's my cup. Um, The way we got into this is we went on a whim to Space Coffee, I think last Saturday morning. Yeah. Dang, we did we it in a week before. then. Two weeks? I don't know. Well, that we did it half of it. Like, 
technically a week, I guess, because we did it like four shops that weekend and then we did six shops over this weekend. Like maniacs. Um, it's easy, though, because the tour itself is located probably within like a 10 mile radius. Like everything is located in Metro Phoenix, pretty close to each other. There was one time where we drove by like four of the shops <laughs> on our way we back, went back home. Yeah, I would imagine it's they're probably even closer, like a five mile radius. I think the farthest one away from anything was probably Pip. Mm, that's true. I'll make a map. I'll, we'll post an ideal driving route. <laughs> you have fun with that. <laughs> um, but we started at Space Coffee, and they were actually the ones that told us about it. They gave us the little stamp card, and they said, hey, like, you guys clearly like coffee because we went and ordered four things right off the bat. <clears throat> yeah, we did uh, a... What I like to refer to as like a, a trial, a coffee trial. A coffee trial. Yeah. Like uh, the the Hunger Games. Yeah. Except no bows and arrows, but there are cornucopias. Okay. But drip coffee, uh, espresso, mm-hmm. just straight up. And then a specialty drink is the three things that I really like to get when I try some more new. Try a new shop. Um, the drip will give you like uh, hopefully a close enough idea to what their pour overs are. The pour overs are just going to be small. Like the pour overs will be nicer, but we'll be in an idealized world. <laughs> the drip gives you an idea Variance. of how much they care about their drip. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously and they cared a moderate amount about their drip. Yeah. And then obviously good. the espresso gives you an idea of what their milk drinks are going to be. And the specialty is just to see what they do with it. Like, yeah, the fun syrups and the seasonals. Can you make a latte fun or should I just stick with your cortado and run away? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a good shop. I, I really like it. I think it's very cute. Their food there was, the toast was delicious. Oh, my God, that toast. I'm still thinking about that toast. It was like pumpkin and cream cheese and... Lots of nuts. Lots of pecans. Like, they were not charging enough for that toast. I think it was like $9. And we ate $9 worth of pecans because those buggers are expensive. Pecans are so expensive. And then I think it had like honey on top. Ugh. It was very good. So good. Coffee was good. Uh, Biscoff latte is what I had. Ice latte. Yeah, you had a cookie butter latte. Mm. And I had a... Pumpkin? um, No, it was um, toffee. Oh, yes. It was like a toffee like pudding. A, yeah. Right? Something like that. Along those lines. It was really good. I really liked that shop. I thought it was really cute. They have little hearts draws. Very pink. It was so a very pink. pink little shop. You got to love a little pink shop. <laughs> and, and then I don't remember what order we went to any of these we places in, so we should just start talking about them. to Pip next, because Pip was familiar. Pip was t- number two? I think so. Interesting. I, and, or we're wrong. It doesn't matter. We'll just um, talk about it next. <laughs> we've been to Pip before. Yeah, we've been to Pip before. I like Pip because it's a really cute space. It's communal. It has art that you can buy. Um, mm-hmm. they which also, a lot of these shops did, which was kind of fun. Like every, I feel like half of these places were also art markets. Yes. Um. Like if you're honestly that the, I wonder if that's a thing in other major cities, but at least in Metro Phoenix, like a lot of the shops, I'll shout another one that's not on this tour, like Futuro, like that is like an art installation that happens to have an espresso machine. Right. Yeah. Um, Pip is really cool because they do it's pottery. You can go in and take classes. Um, we haven't done that yet. I really would love to. Yeah. That way you can throw a mug and then you can drink a mug. 
Yeah, what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also did their seasonal there. We had their, I think it was a sticky bun latte. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't my favorite, but it was like a good spiced latte. Yeah. I think that it's worth noting the shops on a scale from the best part of waking up to <laughs> coffee collective. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, that's not a, a good comparison. No, I don't. Well, I, a couple of these shops are like proper third wave, I feel like, or at least attempting to be. I think that coffee is very subjective. Yeah. And I think what was cool about this tour is it really touched on all aspects of there what was people something like. for everyone. So there was... And so... Your more neighborhood. We don't really care about specialty coffee. We're just making coffee drinks that taste really good. And then you had the places, you know, that would do the pour over or that was, you know, really trying to dial in and get a certain flavor profile. Um, and I personally believe that you should just drink what you like. And that... Which is pretty much true for anything. Right. <laughs> well, and that... One is not superior to another. Like, sure, you could get into the ethics of sourcing and you could talk about, you know, well, this coffee is higher value and all that. But I think at the end of the day, like, just drink what makes you happy. And if you can buy the more ethical stuff and that works for you and that's what you like, like, yeah, of course do that. Sure. But that doesn't mean you should shit on people who like Dutch bros or, you know. You should shit on them for an entirely different reason. Yeah, for blocking traffic, usually. I love that. Dutch Bros (laughs) is my favorite. But I think at the end of the day, like, we got to try a lot of things that in, like, coffee shops we wouldn't have visited otherwise. Yeah. So, Pip was fun. Pip was, it it was what it was. That was, like, we've been there before. Yeah, we've Uh, been there. So it wasn't anything crazy. Did you have a fun breakfast sandwich that's worth shouting out? We did not have it that time. But it's got some Shriners, like, Tasso ham on it and... Like a spicy jam. Spicy jam, and it's that's a good sandwich. I think it's on noble bread. It's so good. Yeah. If you go, get that, because it's a tasty little bite of food, and it's really well-priced. Yes. And then we went to... Well, now you're jumping all over this list. Let's just go from the top left. Oh, okay. You can just pick, then. What's the next one? Okay, we're going to go. We'll save my favorite one for last, because we're not going to shit on anyone, but we will have a favorite. Okay. Um... Window Coffee. Window Coffee was really cute. Window was a cute space. It's it was brand new. Yeah, newer shop built into a neighborhood. Also had looked like art that you could purchase. Yeah, it, it was, was like a little row of shops or something behind it as well, which was cool. Yeah, you walked that way. I did not. I did not go down the dark hall, which isn't mm-hmm. even another coffee shop actually. <laughs> but that's that was a coincidence probably. Um, they sourced really good pastries. They did source really good pastries. Did we ever establish what pastry shop they were? I'm using? pretty sure it's. Sus or Seuss or however you pronounce it. It's S-U-S-S. Seems sus to me. Um, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I can look that up. Oh, wait. I'll just keep talking about it. Window was fun. It was a cute shop. The or- coffee window they actually order from. It was funny because the guy like barely even fit in that little space, <laughs> that little nook that was funny to watch. Um, yeah. Solid drinks. I, I was right. It's sus. Yeah. Or Seuss, however you say it. Their pastries are really great. We had their pastries twice in one day because we went to shops back to back that were, I don't know, two miles away from each other. Right. And they both sourced from them. So that was fun to get to see what they still had at either place. Um, I like window. Mm-hmm. You had, what did you have there? I had a raspberry vanilla latte. Yes. And I had a burnt 
Crumble latte thing, which just burnt vanilla cream, I think is what just they tasted call it. like a vanilla latte. That was fine. Yeah, it was good. I wouldn't say like it was like mind blowing, but like if it, you're in the neighborhood and like a little cup of coffee, it was great. Cool little neighborhood spot. Go get some pastries. Um, Dark Hall up next. Yes. Dark Hall we've been to before. Dark Hall is a solid spot. It's a lot of fun. They are vegan. Yes. And I think my favorite thing well. is their pastries. I think their pastries are fantastic. And it's not really to well. say that their coffee isn't good, but their pastries are excellent. But the coffee that you got was gluttony, which had one of their pastries on it. So yes. that was a little two birds, one stone situation. Like, I got a ice mocha with a chocolate cake on top. Like why? What is better than that? Not what I had. <laughs> Mine was okay. It was a strawberry. It was, I got the Wasn't lust. it a matcha? You no, know, it was a strawberry. It might have been a matcha. You don't like matcha. I don't know why you were I had matcha, matcha today and I liked it. Yeah. Somewhere. You, you confused me. I remember where. <laughs> <laughs> when you um, go to all these shops back to back to back, I have I have brain bleed where I'm just like, yeah, it was it's all the them. same shop. Um, Points to Dark Hall for having like, a really cool bathroom. I'm you a big always f- give up bathroom points. You're you a big bathroom aficionado. I love bathrooms. I if you have avoid a cool bathroom, them actively, so we have different. I guess it's good. Look, that we guys, go places I've together. been to the number one voted bathroom in Arizona. Okay, you can see sharks from the bathroom. It's very cool. What Odyssey has the number? Is it Odyssey? Yeah, has the number Who's one. Reading this, you? No, <laughs> this is a real thing. I refuse to believe that. But their bathroom, you can look into the shark tank from the bathroom. It's very cool. I don't like eyes on me while I'm doing that. <laughs> that's not that's not for me. That's hilarious. Um yeah, I like that. All right, call. bathroom aficionado. Look. Moving down the list. If you want an official ranking, guys, we'll do it. You don't have to ask twice. <laughs> she, she already has the list. She just wants a reason. Look, to I just share want it. somebody to ask for it. That's all. Just ask, asking you shall receive. <laughs> this is where I pee. Oh, should I make stickers that are like, this is where I pee, pee here? That, and then write a little rating of the bathroom. That would be so <laughs> upsetting to go into a bathroom and then just see a series of stickers like branded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tag. I mean, a lot of these res- restaurants, coffee shops, all of them do like have like a trash can that's like tagged with a bunch of stickers. Exactly. So. This could be a new thing for us. Love food, hate money, pee here. Who <laughs> Bones. Bones Aftermarket. Bones Aftermarket, yep. We have been there once before. Yeah. Uh, super cute. Very, very eclectic. Artsy. Every time we go in there, I'm like, we're not cool enough to be here. I don't own the clothing they own. That's true. Um, and every time I've gone in there, I've misread their menu and like had to think about it. <laughs> their menu is hilarious. Which a lot of people do. I'm glad to see that I'm not the only person that doesn't know how to read. But <laughs> their menu is two columns. And so one, it, you have to just be paying attention because if you're just scanning across a menu and like I personally will read the words. So coffee and then my eyes start all the way over to the right to see the price. Mm-hmm. So it was like an espresso for $7,777. And I was like, <laughs> probably a good espresso, but why? And then I processed and I was like, oh, that's that's why. It's, it's a it's, piece of it's art. It's a piece of art on yeah. the other end of that menu. So. Uh-huh. No, it was great because the guy in line behind us this morning was like, a latte for $3,000? <laughs> the girl was like, no. 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 And I said, no. And then he, he went, Oh, he's like, that's good. I can't afford that. Phew. Um, 
We had... I had a Cortado. It was good. Yeah, and I had a latte of some sort. Which latte did I have there? I don't know. I got the condensed milk latte, the Louisa. That's what I got there. You think I pay attention to what you order? No. Sometimes I hope you do because you still end up tasting it. It tasted like a latte with condensed milk in it. It was good. It was a good way to start the day. (laughs) Valley coffee? Valley. Valley is as close as you can get to coffee rush without getting your eyes wet. So if you like that. Yes. We had the pumpkin chai. Yes. It was fine. I thought for me it had too much cardamom, but. It was a very cardamomy chai. I am very picky, so I am also very picky. But this spot was big. It was really it was like cute on Central. No, over and it like I you could Central go get and Third, which are literally like pretty iconically parallel because <laughs> that's how the system works in Arizona. You but know, grids, crazy grids, baby. Um, really fun though because you could get a coffee from there and then go walk around the Japanese Friendship Garden. Is literally right there. Yeah, it's right there. It's a real cool spot. And also, they had beer, which is a lot of the shops that we did, like, had various other things that they yeah. did, which is pretty cool. Um, not the most, um, what's the word? They had somewhere near, like, the least amount of, like, distinguishing character. A lot of these spots are like, oh, that's very much that spot. Yes. Like, it, it had its own space. This could have been it's just any old thing. Was, right. It was solid though. I go in. Yeah, they they also had a lot of art on the walls. It was really busy. Like a lot of people clearly worked like there. Business it, it seemed, in that area. Was it also like underneath that apartment building? Like I it was all it was connected. A pad, yeah. Which I always, every time we see something like that, I'm like, I wish, I wish we had a cool apartment. Our apartment is cool. We've got a we've got someone that plays the drums upstairs sometimes. Love that for us. Actually, I don't even think it's drums. I think he plays a bongo. Which is a really funny thing just to hear at 3 a.m. <laughs> Gives me, like, my PTSD as a child watching the Jumanji movie and, like, hearing the little drum beats and I having a panic attack. Did that, did you, were you allowed to watch that movie? I didn't Growing like up? it. It was scary. The beginning part, real scary. And then when she's, like, frozen in that bathroom, for some reason that part stands out to me. When she's frozen in the bathroom. When she gets the plant. Uh, if I'm thinking of the right movie, I could be very wrong. What movie are you thinking about? You live your life. I don't know. This is a movie podcast now. <laughs> where we talk about movies that I'm, we know nothing about. I think we have three left, and I'm trying to guess which one you're going to say next. I feel like you're going to say Xanadu next. Yeah, Xanadu next. There's four left, and Xanadu's next. Oh, you're Xanadu's. right. I was looking at the wrong. I was only looking at the one side. Um, Xanadu is the... Group that put it together. One of the few shops that I think actually does their own roasting on this list, if not the only one that um, does their own I'm roasting. I'm fairly certain that Randy and Xanadu do most of the roasting for most of these coffee shops. That wouldn't make sense where he's just like self-promoting. <laughs> he's like, here's my, here are my babies. These are my children. Um, I know it. At least at one point he was doing Dark Hall. Um, I'm fairly certain I saw the bags at Window. I know for a fact the Cha-Cha's. Yeah, all of these are yes. probably Xanadu children or at least they have some kind of relationship because randy also maintenances espresso machines so it's a good thing to be the only person in town that (laughs) does right um really cute shop i love their shop it's a little house it's adorable solid bathroom Uh, no that's a okay bathroom at most i actually had to use that one it's always clean and you know 
That there's points for that. Is not much more that can be asked, I suppose. They have a little herb garden outside with lots of Free basil. Herbs. That was cool today if we need basil. Yeah. Because it's always more expensive than we want when we need it. I had a toasted marshmallow latte with oat milk. And I had a caramel apple matcha, which was tasty. And you and liked I don't, matcha. I don't, I don't really like matcha all that much. I did it with almond milk because I figured almond and apple. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. got really like too detailed we on, our, on our milk pairings when we were milk ordering syrup there. pairings, guys. It made us sound like nerds, and that's because we are nerds. True. We need everybody to know what we're about. So, yeah, Xanadu, good Solid. spot. If you want coffee, that's the that's like my backup for picking up coffee in Arizona. Third. I don't know. Sometimes I go to Cartel. And then I think you're next when you're going to say Cha-Cha's. Um, I wasn't going to do these in any particular order, but Cha-Cha's is a good one to talk about because it was the one that specialized in tea. Which is which makes sense because the rest is his TTs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TTs. Oh, geez. Um, that we like that shop because it had a living polar bear puppy inside it of it. It had a little sand white puppy, and he was very good. Um, I don't think there's enough tea shops. I'll be honest. I don't know. How World many. needs more tea shops. They're a lot of fun. So good. They had like a bajillion things on their menu. It was a little overwhelming. Um, it was. So we one, could go back like 60 times and not have everything. Yeah. And they a, had food, which was really cool. They had food. We did not have any food because we had just finished gorging. Yes. Because it's across the street from Bacanora, so obviously. And we managed to get a little brunch table there and ate $100 worth of Sonoran food. Mm. I had a... Jack the Ripper. Excuse me, 100 spicy potato tacos. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you, we there's no dollars here. There's there's no dollars, just tacos, which this, is roughly how the morning went. Yes. Um, Jack the Ripper, which was a London Fog seasonal drink that they had. I don't know why it was different than the normal. I think oh, she it said it had butterfly, butterfly pee. pee in it, which was when a you open point because I got it hot. And a butterfly pee's in it. That's, <laughs> it makes it really special. Oh, you're the worst. I'm trying to think of something that you would want less than that because you're afraid of butterflies. I don't like them. Worth noting. Not good. Too scary. Tell the people why you don't like butterflies. Well, they're big flying bugs. Insects. Not good. Okay. Look, they're really scary. I've seen her literally scream at one before. (laughs) Like it was attacking her with a knife. Oh, it says the guy that like the one landed on you and it poked you with its. uh, Yeah, it literally was trying to suck my teeth. If you, have but a, you were dressed like a flower. Yeah, but there's something really upsetting about, like, a butterfly landing on you, and then all of a sudden your nipple being played with. <laughs> that is not an order of events. I deserve to be afraid of butterflies. Oh, okay. Well, I'm afraid for you. Um, <laughs> you just watched it happen once, and you were like, no. <laughs> you had a... I had a... Toasted rice. Yeah, I had a, a genmai cha, which is a... It was a Japanese, so uh, toasted rice and green tea, and then with, uh, I had it iced, and then I think that was oat milk on that mm-hmm. one as well. Um, really tasty. I really love so toasted rice tea, and then the Japanese green tea that they use, like, pretty tasty, good smoky flavor profile, so you get sort of, like, the sweet toasty rice, and then the smoky, bitter herbal green from the green tea itself. Really tasty drink. I like those a lot when they're available, so... Yeah. So, because that one menu was so overwhelming, I was like, I know I will enjoy this. I'll just lay up. Yeah, I'm excited to go back there. 
good energy in that spot. A lot of fun. A lot of they also had some fun like tea trinkets and things to buy to like do small like tea tastings where it's like a dollar for a couple of leaves and you could like taste a little bitty bit. Mm-hmm. Really cool shop. This one is the the next the next one. Let's see. Make sure. Yeah. Next one we're talking about is the hardest one to get to. Um, <laughs> yes. If you because when this episode comes out, you're gonna have like ten or ten or eleven days, something like that. I don't remember. But you're gonna have like a little over a week. Yeah, if you want to like go participate. Um, and this is the one that you have to mark your calendar. You have to show up on time because it's only there two days and it's only there for like four hours yeah, <laughs> each day. This will be coming out. Yeah. You will have that, the, the that following week through the weekend to complete because yes. it's through the end of October. And you can so. do it guys. We believe in you. You just have to hit them up differently. Like we did it weekends only, which is great, but most of these shops are open Yeah, throughout except Akiri. And some of them are only open in the morning. So you got to take that into consideration. Double down, triple down. That's what we go did. to four in one day. You can do it. We've it's been done. <laughs> uh, Caffeine headaches are likely, but that's fine. That's fine. You you'll be okay. You'll it's it's a free shirt. Grow up. Yeah, it's a get free, a free shirt. It's a free shirt for two hundred dollars. <laughs> Worth it. Um, Hakiri. Hakiri, delicious. Um, so good. Featured in quite a few. It was highlighted for Indigenous Peoples Day for being Indigenous owned, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's in a little converted bus in the middle of Metro Phoenix, and it's open for six hours a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> super solid. I think probably the best. Your drink, drink was like my favorite thing we had in this whole tour, which was a salted maple shakerado. Mm-hmm. And it was. Delicious. They had a really good flaky salt on the top of it. So every sip was a little salty, savory. You got the maple flavor, played off the espresso, just enough like of the texture from the milk to come through. Wonderful drink. And they're hurting us by being so limited because that I would have that drink every day. It's so good. And you had a drink. I want to say it was called the Ojipa. Something similar. I don't remember exactly, but it was. It was. Yeah. It was a layered espresso drink with um, a berry syrup at the bottom. It was also very tasty. Really tasty. Their espresso was really good. I will say fundamentally, though, layered espresso drinks are not it. Not my favorite. Like, yeah, aesthetically cool for a picture. Drink. But, like, please, it doesn't taste right. And now I'm just drinking coffee because I did we were we able to get straws there? Yeah, but I'm when you give me a lid that has the opening in it, like, I don't want to grab a straw, you know? Yeah, I don't want to be that turtle killer. I, uh, I want people to think I'm cool and I like the environment. Because I like to think that I like the environment and want to be cool. Uh, nothing like being cool in the environment. That's what they say. <laughs> that's why we'd be throwing soup on the Van Gogh paintings these no, days. No, no, that's not cool. It's a wild, wild world we live in. <laughs> but their point stands. Human life is more valuable than art. But anyways, um, the Lao shop, which Laugh I shop. think was our... Our hidden gem. It was like our it, hidden gem. Our unanimous. It wasn't favorite. the best coffee. It wasn't. It was the best vibe. Yeah, it was like eclectic maximalist at its finest. It was a dive bar that had pretty decent coffees. The, like their specialty drinks were tasty. It had Reese's muddled into a latte, and it was nice. And you had a mine was cocoa puffs themed called the ex girlfriend. Yes, the hot ex girlfriend. 
And the guy kept making jokes, and it was very funny. He was, <laughs> he the was I, on one. Well, the way I said it, I was like, I'll do the ex-girlfriend. And then from there, he had many jokes. It, the jokes ensued. Yes. Um, we also got one of their sandwiches because they have food, and it was really good. Yeah, and they served it with macaroni salad, which is not something that I've seen outside of the context of Hawaiian plate food in many moons. Yes. I don't actually remember the last time I went to a sandwich shop, and they were like, Mac salad? <laughs> okay. Makes me think of Cassie. I would think that was the last time we had Mac salad was at a Shorty's pop up. Mm, that's true. Um, super cute shop, like all like vintage thrifted furniture. They had a pool table. They had a pool table, a dartboard, lots they of plants. Had a ton of plants, lots of Halloween decorations. So, and it was it was like a dive bar, like it was a dive bar that was converted, and so it had like. Crazy vintage, comfy furniture from like seventies, eighties, weird textured fabrics and mm-hmm. a like a what would that be? Like a four by fifteen like glass top table in the middle of the restaurant. That yeah, like, it was a wild shop, but it was the one that I am the most excited to go back to because I want to try so- their pizza <laughs> and some of their other weird drinks sounded good. Yeah, and it was this unassuming. Like, we drove past it the first time because it looked like, I think there was a sign for, like, an Asian restaurant Yeah, out front. There was. It was like a, it, it was. Like a Chinese restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, so we and drove past so it. We was right by it. Figured it out. Um, so cute. So fun. And just like a good vibe, you know. It was a lot of fun. We're here a, for the vibes. It was a, I, it was a, it was a very vibey spot. Yeah. It was Cheers meets cop. It was shots and shots. So they had a full like cocktail list, local beer, Xanadu coffee. I imagine. I feel like that's what we. It's a good guess on for sure. Who all these places were using for their actual coffee beans? At least but some of them, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Yeah, so there you go. That's 10 coffee shops. 10 coffee shops in 30 minutes. Now, when you listen to this, you will have a little over 30 minutes to go and try to get your own shirt. (laughs) Uh, um, If you visit any of them, definitely let us know because we would love to hear other people's experience because we can't try everything. That's sad. Yes. So if there's something that we said that you should get obviously don't get it so we can hear about it (laughs) (laughs) on that note the coffee bus is driving away no and we need another espresso gotta hop on gotta hop on the coffee bus kids Thank you for listening to Love, Food, Hate, Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios. He owns our original music. Uh, Make sure to check us out on social media. And if you like us, rate and review. It helps other people find our podcast. Um, Tell your friends and enemies that you listen to this podcast sometimes. And you know these two weirdos that spend all their money on food. Um, we are still selling shirts. We are getting low on shirts. Um, we've been shipping them across the country, which has been so fun. And the Patreon, as of this recording, should be launched. I have spent a ton of time trying to make it uh, worth your time and money. And we really hope that you'll join us because um, we know, obviously, anytime you spend your hard-earned spicy potato tacos, we want it to have value. And so we're really hoping we can do that. Support the agenda. Um, yeah, obviously this is still a communist podcast, so. Pro- prove it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just show your loyalty um, and we'll show you ours. 
sounds like a good plan. But thank, thanks, everyone. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you very much. We'll show you ours. Bye. Bye. I made a mess. <laughs>